Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Okay. We have a podcast record. Let's get serious, sister. Let's do this. Let's get confident. (laughs) All right. Podcasting. I'm so excited for today's guest. Actually, Simone Soul, who is a dear mentor of mine, challenged us. Are you are you in her program, Joyful Marketing, Amy? Um, I am not, but she is one of my mastermind sisters in the $2 million group. And I consider her one of like my closest loves in the entire world. So totally. She's amazing. Well, anyway, in her group, she's, she challenged us to invite people to our podcast or invite ourselves to be on someone else's podcast. And I was kind of like, I do that. You, you might not know this part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the time. Like I'm always inviting people to my podcast. I don't really have a lot of like, oh, I can't invite that person. But I was just like, let me just stretch my brain a little. Who who would be an asset to my listeners? Who would be an asset to my podcast? And I was like, Amy, Amy would. Yes, I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. So um, listeners, Amy Lada is here with us. We are both life coach school coaches. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So if you have other certifications or anything you want to say, please do. But that is how we met through the life coach school. We met once in person. I don't know if you remember it, but I do. I vaguely, I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was speaking on stage. So I happened to be standing over, you know, in your crew of experienced coaches in yeah. my mind. And I was like the newbie scared out of my mind coach about to speak on stage. And you were very generous with me. Um, so Amy, I'm going to let you introduce yourself in a way that feels relevant to this, you know, this podcast, this audience, yeah. whatever you want to say, Amy's a confidence coach for coaches. We're here to talk about confidence, but you can say anything you want about yourself. Yeah. So I am a confidence coach for coaches, but the, that's just because I chose to speak to that audience. I mean, when I really take like a, a like a really zoom out view, the lack of belief and confidence in ourselves to live the life and to make the decisions that we really want. Yeah. I'm coaching specifically coaches, but like, this is for everybody. Yeah. Um, and it is my own story. So um, while I don't have an abortion story, I do have a complete lack of confidence in myself story. <laughs> that was me for over 40 years. I'm now in my late 40s. Um, and I made a lot of decisions in my early days because I lacked confidence in myself, because I wasn't sure what I really believed about me. I've made a lot of decisions that I have looked back with regret on and um tried to push under the rug, you know, shove under the rug or push under the table. So I just didn't have to deal with those emotions. And so really learning how to have my own back was probably the first work that I've done post-certification. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Learning how to have my own back so that I can move forward with my life. This is what we do in Confident Coaches. And yeah, I'm starting with coaches because coaches are the ones like you that are out there helping all the peoples. So how can I elevate coaches so that we can elevate everybody? But I do see my program eventually, you know, confidence for 
all kinds of groups of people. Um, I started health coaching. So I've been corporate, former corporate marketer for 10 years, stay home mom for 10 years. And I started health coaching about eight or nine years ago and just really found like I had my own story. And what I found was I had clients who would lose all the weight and still weren't happy, clients who would lose all the weight and then get it all back, clients who never even made it there. And as a former corporate marketer whose favorite class in college was consumer behavior, I wanted to know why do people do what they do? Mm-hmm. And of course, that eventually led me to a little podcast called The Life Coach School. Yeah. And I thought, this is the missing piece. Yeah. It's and like a formula for why people. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, it's not just doing things. It's actually why we do things and our thoughts and our feelings behind why we do things that are so important. So um, I am certified as a life and weight coach through the life coach school. I am also certified as a master coach through the life coach school and um, confidence is my jam. And mm-hmm. I, the reason confidence is my jam listeners is because confidence was always a struggle and it's my own work that I like I have to do on a regular basis too so yeah I've been there and I understand when our brains tell us what we've done is this terrible horrible awful thing and we should probably just go back to bed and stay there yeah yeah I mean that's uh all my listeners were just like yep been there or in there now (laughs) yep yep um I had a interest I had a question for you as you were just talking um So again, we are both certified through the Life Coach School, which is centered around something called the model. And just in this week's episode, the week that we're recording, so it was like episode 86, I talked about the model again. In episode 30, I talked about the model around self-coaching. So listeners, if you want to familiarize yourself with the model without hiring one of us or another LCS coach, like those are good episodes. My question to you is, where do you find confidence goes in the model or can go in the model? Well, confidence is a feeling. Mm-hmm. So the easiest answer is if the model is circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result, confidence would be on that feeling line. And so what I find really interesting is that we will often make confidence this thing that's out there that other people have and is unavailable to me, or I have to overcome this ginormous obstacle that's in front of me before I can feel confident um, that doing the thing and like, you know, I want to feel confident before I take the action or I make the decision, but I need to feel but I think the decision and taking the action is actually what's going to create the confidence for me. So what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Yeah. And what I want to offer everybody out there is that confidence is actually really, really simple Mm -hmm. um, because it is a feeling and your feelings come from what you're thinking. So the way I help my clients get there, I've uh, recently like, I'm, I'm always thinking about how can I make what I teach simpler and easier. And I boil it down to these three questions is, which is, What are you believing about yourself, about what you want, that you don't have to believe? Mm. What do you want to believe instead? And what's the next best step decision that you can make from that new place of belief? Mm. 
And rinse and re rinse, rinsing and repeating those three things is what will create the confidence yeah. for you. Because mm -hmm. believe it or not, going back in time and changing your decision won't make you any more confident. Sweeping things under the rug doesn't make it any more comp com make you feel more confident. Having everybody in your life change their opinion about you will not make you more confident. <laughs> It's 100% an inside job and it all just comes from what are you believing about yourself that feels true, that feels factual, but you don't have to believe, even if society says, even if, uh, you know, your mom, your dad or whatever says. Why do we believe that as human beings? I'm just like playing with the conversation with you. Yeah. Um, why do we believe, well, if I could go back and change my decision, I would be more confident. And if other people agreed with me, I would be more confident. Like, why is it? Because it's such a strong belief, you know, like right. I actually have a really interesting example of a client who just came to me and moved from one state to another and had so much confidence in one state circumstances, right? Right. Circumstances laid a platform for certain thoughts for her, right? 100%. And then moved to a different state. And that was when her abortion started, like, started having questions about it. And it was like literally decades ago. That is so fast. She was confident, right? So my, my initial question to you was, why do we believe that if the people around us agreed with us, we'd be more confident? Because we think other people's opinions of us matter. Yeah. And they don't. Um, Why don't really, they? <laughs> what was that? Why don't they? Why don't they? Okay. It's because because right, I, want, I want your listeners to lean in here. Lean in. That's what I want too. Other people's opinions have absolutely zero to do with you. Can I say it again? I, okay. Say it again. Other people's opinions have nothing to do with you. I call them OPOs. Other people's opinions. I've never heard that. <laughs> OPOs. Can I, Amanda, can I cuss? Yeah. Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> OPOs ain't got shit to do with you. Oh, Literally nothing about you. And here's how we know. Okay. <laughs> so here's the litmus test. If your brain's gone, I think Amy's full of shit. Here's how we know. Yeah. If I come up, like we could even say right now, like, I don't know, you guys can't see me, but here I am. I'm on a screen. I'm talking to Amanda. I'm wearing this, this purple top. I've got flowers in my background. And if 10 people were watching this, I'm showing up the same way in my purple shirt in my office with the, the fancy curtains and the flowers in the background. But if you were to ask those 10 people what they thought, you would get 10 different opinions because maybe that person hates purple. Maybe that person's best friend's name is Amy and they think anybody named Amy is awesome. Maybe that person is like, roses are disgusting. I can't believe she would have a big bug. I'm, oh, I much prefer peonies. Maybe it's they have a background in, in psychology and they have an entirely different take. Their opinion of me has to do with their thoughts, their beliefs, their, their, what, what they believe is right or wrong, what they think they would or wouldn't do. And they're just projecting that onto you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that piece about projecting it onto you, this is where, you know, I tell everybody who's new to the model, it's just math for your mind, right? It's just yeah. math for your mind. The model is just math for your mind. That's so good. So 
it's really hard to understand how your thoughts about someone or their thoughts about you are just projection. And then you drop it in the model and you're like, oh, now I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So let's say as a, for instance, someone's does. So nine times out of 10, what you think people are thinking, they're not thinking. So can we, can we get specific for my audience and use like a thought that people are thinking that they think is proof that they shouldn't be confident? Yes. Like, um, so most people who have abortions are already mothers. And many of my listeners believe that when other people think, well, your abortion means you're a bad mother, right? Because you chose abortion, you're a bad mother. Okay. You must not love your kids. Yep. Yep. There's a really common thought, right? And people are like, well, if everyone thinks about that about me, my confidence just tanked. Okay. So here's, here's where, perfect. So if you've had an abortion, you're a bad mom. Yeah. Okay. So nine, so here's what I mean by like, so nine times, like the nine times out of 10, and then the one time out of 10, nine times out of 10, people aren't thinking that you're thinking that that's true. (laughs) Nine times out of 10, what you fear other people are thinking about you, they aren't thinking about you. That's what you are thinking about you. So realize like other people's opinions are about them. Your opinions are about you, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to like really be like nine times out of 10, three <laughs> other people are thinking about you. They aren't like, well, they're going to think I'm a bad mom when they find out I have an abortion. No, you think you're a bad mom because you've had an abortion yeah, yeah. and you're project, you are projecting it onto them and making them be the reason why you feel bad about yourself. Now, one time out of 10, somebody will actually say those words, but you still get to decide what you want to make that mean. Why? So people are like, what do you mean I get to decide? You get to decide. So this would be like, and I know that people will say, yeah, but abortion's different. And I'm going to be like, no, it's well, not. Why this conversation is so important because yeah, but abortion's different is a big, 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 big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if somebody were to find out, so I've not had an abortion, but you know, when I was dating, I cheated on a boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? So does that make me a bad girlfriend? Does that make me a bad yeah. person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I might think so. And I, I don't feel confident in myself because I worry other people will think that too, but I'll make it be like, I'll, I'll make what I perceive their opinion to be of me be mm-hmm. real. And then that will make me feel bad about myself. Not very confident. Yeah. But let's say one person actually finds out that I've cheated on my boyfriend and they say, oh, you must be a really, that's a really shitty thing to do. You're a really shitty person for having done that. Mm-hmm. Those are words coming out of their mouth. I get to decide what I want to think about those words and them saying that to me. Just because they've said them doesn't make it any more true. And I use the seven and a half billion litmus test. There are seven and a half billion human beings on this planet. And unless all seven and a half billion people would agree, it's a thought and it's optional. 
every day of the week. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing, just because in the case of abortion, you're like, yeah, but a lot of people believe that, Amy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it any more factual. It's still an opinion and it's still optional. And you still get to decide whether or not that's an opinion. That's the, what are you believing that you don't have to? Abortion makes me a bad mom. Okay, well, let's plug that into the model. Yes, perfect. Okay, so the three questions, what are you believing that you don't have to? I'm believing I'm a bad mom. I don't have to believe I'm a bad mom. Because I have proof that not everyone believes yeah. that. If you want the proof, right? Right, right. And so here's Perfect the thing. example, yeah. You can bring trunk loads. Like you can bring like a, 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 a liner ship of trunks full of evidence and show me all of the people who have said that. But mm-hmm. unless all seven and a half billion people on the planet and all of humanity across time have all agreed with you, it's still a belief and a thought. And you always have like, always have the choice as to whether or not you want to believe that. And so what are you believing that you don't have to? That's where that don't have to part, mm-hmm. put it in the model and we put that on the T line. So C, I've had an abortion. Circumstance, I've had an abortion. T, I've had an abortion makes me a bad mom. F, how does that make you feel when you think that? Yeah. Do you want to continue feeling that way? Mm-hmm. Does it serve you? Does it lead a productive life? Do you feel confident when you think that? If you don't, you get to decide. I really still believe it, but it's possible I don't have to. I'm doubting there's anyone who can think I'm, I believe I'm a bad mom and and feel confident. I don't think that's right. Right. Like to really think about that. If you truly believe that, so this is where like, so between question one, which is what are you believing that you don't have to and question two, which is what do you want to believe instead? That's where I introduce, um, I call it run it through the ICU, which is just, I see you. And I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Like thought, First, yeah. just to, the first step is just realizing that that's a thought. You really believe it. You have a lot of evidence that it's true because I'll, I'll, you can like give me the list of names of all the people who have said that. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of people believe something does not make it true. I'm literally grabbing the screen. Just yeah, because a lot of people that. believe something does not make it true. <sighs> I love that. Um, yeah. And so, so then, then from there you're going, I see you. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad mom because I've had an abortion. All right. I see you. It's possible. It's not true. Yes. It's possible. Mm-hmm. But this isn't about convincing yourself. It's not true. Cause you're not ready for that dear listener. Right. But it's possible that that's not true. And as soon as you add the possibility, you can already feel that tightness around that thought kind of ease just a little bit. You know, it's possible that I'm not a bad mom because I've had an abortion. Yeah. Another one I was just using on a coaching call was like, there are some people who believe I'm not a bad mom because of that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like to feel like we're a part of the tribe. We don't want to feel threatened. And yeah. so to recognize like, okay, maybe I'm not a part of the tribe. I thought I was, but there are some people right? Like 
there are some people who believe that I'm not a bad mom. Yeah. And all you have to do is you just, if, if, if you literally cannot find that in the entire world right now, listener, Amy Latta, confidence coach, does not believe that you're a bad mom because you've Amanda Kingsley. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> Kingsley does not. Yeah. You, are, right? didn't, you, you are already on board with Amanda. Know that you get two. Literally just like, well, Amy and Amanda can be my buds. Right. So like, <laughs> do you still really believe that you are a bad mom? I see you thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm, can I introduce your listeners to the Helga brain? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking about this when I- So in my coaching practice, rather than like good thought, bad thought, et cetera, I like to think of us, and it's not, there's not, I like to think of, we literally do have different parts of our brain. The amygdala, the primal brain, that thing that's tucked up under the backside of our brain, back here on the brainstem, that is our primitive brain that I call it the cave woman brain. That is the saber tooth tiger outside cave need me to be safe brain. <laughs> the problem is, is that in 2021, we don't live in a cave and there's no saber tooth tigers. And so um, what threatens our well-being has gr- vastly changed, but that, that poor part of our brain is still there. And so now it just perceives other people, other people's opinions as dangerous. Right. They're the tigers. They're the new tigers. Yeah. They are the new saber tooth tiger. Other people's opinions are the new saber tooth tigers for you. And so I just gave that part. And then we have the prefrontal cortex as the front part of our brain. That's what sets us apart from the cave people. That's what sets us apart from animals. And that's the part of your brain that believes in what's possible. The dreamer, the believer, the one that knows how brilliant and awesome and what a brilliant mother you actually are. I just put names to these two parts of their brain because I just found it easier to talk about to myself in the moment. So Helga, because I just visualize Helga is like a chain smoking kind of <laughs> like, there's nothing you're ever going to do that's ever any good. You're never going to be a good mother because you had that abortion back in the day. You should probably just stay in bed. She's like a chain smoker for some reason in my head. Totally Helga. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, and then there's, I, I named my prefrontal cortex or my evolved woman, I named her Gigi. I just see Gigi as like this jaunty, she's kind of has like a French Vespa vibe. And she's just like, she's like optimistic and she believes in things. And so these two parts of our brains are, are, are and then there's us, the watcher part of our brain. And so like, we're all sitting in a room and I can choose to listen to Helga, who's telling me I'm a piece of shit and I'm a terrible mother because I've had an abortion. Or I could listen to Gigi, who's like, you know what? Amanda and Amy don't think that you are. So it's possible that you are. Yeah. And I really believe we are a good mom. And yeah. you get to decide at any given time which part of that brain you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about like, are you listening to your Helga brain or are you listening to your Gigi brain? So what are you believing that you don't have to is what Helga is telling you. And what do you want to believe instead is what Gigi's telling you. And both of them reside in there. And it's just really learning how to, it's not about taming your Helga brain because she ain't going to be tame. Ain't nothing taming the primitive She's part not going anywhere. She's, She's not going anywhere. Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going anywhere. What you really want to do is you want to train your watcher part of your brain, really train which one you're going to choose to listen to. That's really what our work here is. And the work that you do, Amanda, is really, you're really just helping your clients and your listeners 
learn which part of that brain they're going to choose to listen to. Exactly. They're coming with you, sisters. They're not going anywhere. I love that. um, When I first read these questions, I was like, yep, spot on. Great questions. But I didn't associate them with parts of the brain, which makes perfect sense now, right? So what are you believing that you don't have to? I'm a terrible mom because I've had an abortion or multiple, whatever. That's coming from Helga. She is saying, what do you want to believe instead? What do you want to believe instead? And and I teach there are good moms. And this is where it's like they're stepping stones, right? Yes. Might just be like, there are good moms who've had abortions. Yes. And I am one of them, right? I'm a great mom. Great mom. Almost everyone who meets me says, You're a great mom. And I've had an abortion. So there's your example. If you there is your example. (laughs) And it's really about once you realize what am I believing that I don't have to. Here's what, here's Helga shouting at me all of the time. And then I will use examples in my life that like other people agree with Helga. Fine. But remember what other, other people are listening to their Helga brains. Yeah. Yeah. Every human being has the same shit going on in their head. They're listening to their Helga brains and they're thinking, I would think I was a terrible mom if I had had an abortion. Yes. Right. So like, don't take on other people's Helga brains. And that's really what you're doing when you believe other people's opinions is you're taking on other people's Helga brains as yours. That's so interesting because like, so you could meet somebody, recognize that they are speaking from their Helga brain Mm -hmm. and then be like, okay, same two people here in a conversation, but I'm going to introduce my Gigi brain to your Helga brain. Yeah. <laughs> See where this conversation See where goes. This goes. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. It's always a choice. And I think that's probably, and I would imagine your, your audience in particular just doesn't think that it's a choice. It's just an automatic truth. And so I think, I don't think it can be stated enough that those thoughts are optional. They are opinions. And they are, and anytime something is an opinion, it's always a choice and an option. And the reason that you, like, you may not be ready to choose something different. Just acknowledge that that is the choice. Maybe you aren't ready to believe that it's possible you're a good mom, but just see that when you put that into the coaching model that Amanda talks about, that it's just like, and it's okay if you're not ready yet, because it might just feel so real. Yeah. So I think that's even, that's part of having your own back. And like, sometimes I, I, it's like this, we don't want Helga to go away and we don't want to yell and we don't want to scream at her. And we don't want to tell that bitch to shut up because that bitch is still you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to deny the woman who made the choice to have an abortion. You don't want to deny the Helga brain because it's all you and you don't ever want to deny any parts of you. You want to yeah. accept all of them. I wrote down earlier when you were talking, like, we think that validation creates confidence and truth. Like that's yeah. what we think, right? And so yeah. when we're invalidated because someone yeah. makes us feel like we're a bad mom, we then follow the same formula. We're like, now I can't be confident and my truth must not be the truth. So good. Right? My so truth like, must not be the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's confidence is like, it's something we can cultivate and create for ourselves. Um, But it is such a primal part of how we act and show up in the world. Like 
most people, if you say like, how do you want to show up? They say confident. Yeah. I want to like, and most people, the first thing to disappear, confidence. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting about confidence is they think confidence is this thing. It's this thing I put on. No, all yeah. confidence is, is acknowledging what you're believing that you don't have to believe. Yeah. Elga. And yeah. what do you want to believe instead? Gigi. And then practicing that, sitting in that for a moment. How are you going to show up confidently today? Is you're going to be able to say, there are moms who are good moms who have had abortion and it's possible I am too. Yeah. And then that becomes truer and truer and truer and you feel a little bit more confident and then you make next best step decisions. You move a little bit more confidently through the world. You speak out a little bit more vocally about what you really believe in. Um, and then that thought, it's possible I am one too, because becomes and I am one too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That confidence isn't this thing that you put on or put off. Com all confidence is, is acknowledging I'm believing something I don't have to. What do I want to believe instead about me? And then really learning to the, the having your own back piece, which is uh, outside of those three questions, um, it's... This is a carryover from my um, weight loss coaching days hmm. um, when it was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm worthy whether I eat a grilled chicken salad, I'm worthy whether I eat, I'm worthy even when I eat a grilled chicken salad, I'm worthy when I house a bag of Oreos or Doritos. Yeah, yeah. And I have my clients make this list of like things that they perceive as positive and about themselves and things that they perceive as negative about themselves and they put it in alternating order and it's a little bit of a jedi mind trick here i am worthy even when or i am good enough even when or i am validated even when, like you can change the front part of the sentence uh -huh. to, to be what you want it to be but you know i am worthy even when I hug and kiss my kids at night. I am worthy even when I yell and scream at them. Oh, I am and worthy. back and forth. Like and really, could, yeah, yeah. really mess with your brain. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I'm just worthy all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes, you exactly. I mean, it's, it's, a, it is 100% a Jedi mind trick, but after a while That's your brain's so just good. like, so you're saying it doesn't matter what the second half of the sentence is because the first half is always I'm worthy or I'm enough or I'm good enough or I'm, <laughs> I love that. And so you can adapt that to whatever you're, you know, so like for parenting and motherhood and the health, health decisions that you've made or whether or not you've had a portion, I am worthy when I carry a baby to full term and I love that baby. And I am worthy when I choose to have an abortion because I know it's wow, totally and just me. go back and forth. That is so good. I love yeah. that. And so that's really teaching yourself to love yourself no matter what you have done. Yeah. And I, cause I really want to offer to each of your listeners right now, that I am worthy. I, I, like if there's a scale of all of humanity, but like the worst human being that's ever lived on one end <laughs> and the best human being that's ever lived on the other, where's the line between worthy and unworthy? Yeah. And of course it's a trick question. Yeah. Line doesn't exist. Right. And before you gave the back and forth Jedi example, I was thinking we need to talk about black and white thinking here because, you know, we haven't introduced that like these conversations about good mom, bad mom, 
yeah. confident, not confident are, you know, we're, we're talking about them in a very black and white way, right, wrong, good, bad, right, right, evil, right. But really that's all just black and white nonsense. And the truth is like, I can be a good mom when it comes to, you know, choosing how many kids are in my family. And I can be a bad mom when it comes to how to talk to my kids about drugs. Like, I mean, and of course, good and bad are all opinions and definitions, but like, it's oh, not religion. just black and white. It's not. Yeah. And I think that is where <laughs> my brain's like, that is where abortion is different. <laughs> oh, and I'm so don't believe you. So like, no, I'm, no, so, I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying like, that's where my listeners go. Yeah. They're like, well, it was either right or wrong. It was either good or bad. Black and white thinking is such a big deal. And I introduced this entire concept that that's, it's not that clean. Like, it's not that simple, right? Like I can believe it's a baby and still not regret my decision right? Mm -hmm. I can be sad about my abortion and still believe that everyone should have access and choice. Yeah. It's like breaking down those right and wrong, good and bad, like this or that conversations. And I, and the Jedi ninja trick, trick totally does that. It's like, 100%, it's not yeah. black or white. It's just all the things all the time. All of the things all the time, because that's <laughs> what being a human is. Yes. You know, and I know that we like structurally as society for all of mankind has like put people into good, bad, whatever. But again, just because that's been a practice doesn't make it any truer because really what it comes down to it, every human does things that they wish that they hadn't done, but they are still good enough and a worthy human being because their sheer existence is proof of that. Yeah. Yeah. And there is no line. And I know there are a lot of people who will be like, well, what about baby killers? And I'm like, we can abhor what they've done, but still be like right. that human being that did that is still, I'm not necessarily a religious person, but like, as far as like, as there's still a spirit that's on this earth Yeah, and their worthiness as a human being isn't in question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people come to me and they say like, well, I was a confident person before my abortion and now I'm not because no, this because one decision I have thoughts and feelings about that I haven't processed now, black and white thinking again, I can't be confident about anything else in my life. Right. And it's like, hold back. Like, let's widen the perspective. Let's have a bigger, more nuanced conversation about this. Way like, more nuanced because- human. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like there's so many reasons by why women choose to have abortion and, and the reasons for it are as numerous as, as the women who choose them. I mean, there's so many reasons and, and we'll try to use the reason to, the reason why we'll put morality on that. Well, this reason was to save her life. So then it was an okay choice. But this reason was because she was, it was she's she, a, a career woman who was like, I can't bring a baby into this choice at this time in my life. And we'll put like, well, the decision is what, like, as opposed to, no, it's just a woman making a choice for herself. And after that choice has been made, whether you feel regret about that or not, knowing that you have your own back, like 
I, I call this another thing, like loving yourself at your, what you perceive as your least lovable. Ooh, I love that. Can I love so like you, my you could change level. that I am worthy either, either, or I love myself even when even I when. love myself, even when you could change the phrasing of that mm-hmm. Jedi mind trick to, I love myself even when. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And like, like even when, and you, like, what I think is even more fun is you can put such a variety of things in the second half of that sentence. Yeah. I love myself. And you can put like small kind of humorous things in there. And then you can put maybe like the more heavier, the, the stuff that you perceive as heavier in there too. But the, the front part of that never changes. That's so good. I've never heard this trick. You, There's probably a podcast episode where you do <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Pretty sure um, I've probably done that, done that trick somewhere. Yeah. So good. Okay. We have just a minute or two here more. What about this last question in your three questions regarding confidence, which is what next best step? What next best step decision will you make from that place, from the place of the new belief, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, what are you believing that you don't have to believe as you're listening to Helga? What are you believing? What do you want to believe instead? So Helga says, I'm a bad mom because I have an abortion. Gigi says, there are good moms who have abortions. Now we're on step question number three, which is knowing there are good moms who have abortions. I'm not sure I'm one of them yet. Again, I'm just like, but, but they exist in the world. But they okay. exist. What next best decision will I make from that place? So yeah. we're happy in this case. Yeah, what would that be? I love my kids, right? Like yeah. I'm just gonna show up for the kids I have and I'm gonna love them with all of my heart. And I'm gonna recognize all the ways that I am a good mom. Yeah. Um, so that is a good example. Or I'm going to stalk Amanda's Instagram and social media and see how there is proof that she really actually is a good mom, even though she's had an abortion. Yeah. Or um, I'm going to listen to the next best step. I'm going to do that thing that Amy taught me to do that I'm Jedi mind that trick. Thing Amy did. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that Jedi mind trick. And I'm going to spend, you know what? I'm going to spend 10 minutes. I think this would be great for your listeners. I'm going to spend 10 minutes every morning for the next seven days or next two days or next five days, doesn't matter. And I'm going to, I'm going to write that list out and see all the different ways that I am worthy or lovable or whatever. So good. From that next best step. And do you see how that then feeds back into the three questions all over again? Yeah, exactly. That's where the confidence eventually comes from is that you just start feeling like confidence. We want confidence to be, I'm not confident at all. I'm in the, I'm like, bottom of the barrel what piece of armor can I put on me so that I feel more confident mm-hmm. I really want to offer you friends that confidence is a long it's a long game yeah right you don't just like suddenly go from thinking you're a piece of shit or you're never gonna live be happy again to like now I'm confident and so what I'm- I did was amazing or what I did didn't <laughs> even happen yeah it's a journey <laughs> In yeah. Life. And it's really more of a, you, you know, what are you believing? What do you want to believe? And then what's the, what's the tiniest next best step, the tiniest shift you were going to make this week Yeah, that supports that. And then you just keep circling those three things over and over. Yeah. And then like a month later, three months later, six months later, you are like, you are a more confident person. You are a more yep. confident mom. Totally. 
I have a like similar process I take my clients through that's just that looping, right? And yeah. it's like, make a decision, act on the decision, feel the feelings, honor the decision you made, learn what you learned, honor your future, make another decision. And it yes, just- Yes, yes, like, yeah, yeah. And you just looping, keep looping, looping it. it. Yeah. And like another, another next best step action might be taking five, 10 minutes. Like what are all of the things you do feel super confident about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. To show that this is, again, it's not like I'm a confident person or I'm not a confident person. Right. Are like what areas are you confident? Are, are yeah. you confident? Are you confident in cooking? Are you confident? Like I always think about, I use parenting all of the time. I use a parenting analogy all of the time. I'm a confident parent and I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I have two teen boys and a grown adult daughter and I don't know, but I I think confidence ultimately is it's not knowing what you're going to do. It's knowing that you're going to be okay. No matter what, you're going to have your own back. No matter what, I'm going to have my own back no matter what, when it comes to my live in-person children, I don't know if that thing I just said to them was a positive thing or a negative thing. Does it make me a good mom or a bad mom? but I know they're going to be okay. And I know I'm going to be okay. And I'm pretty confident about that because I know in the long game, they're going to be like functioning adults in society. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yep. I can be confident in that. And it's not because I know this thing. This because every decision I make in parenting is a good one. No, that is definitely <laughs> not where my confidence comes no, from. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not knowing that every single thing that I do is the great magnificent thing that everybody should study. It's just because I know over the, like, it's more of a long it's it's a long game yeah yep yeah good thank you so much was there this we kept talking I just I know um it's it's just so so good and so fun so is there anything you didn't say that you wanted to say when you when you came on I don't think so I mean I really think I, I I touched on the hot point which is you know confidence doesn't come from knowing you are doing everything right. Confidence comes from knowing that you are okay, no matter what. And I would encourage all of your listeners to even say, how are you all okay right now, even with your decisions that you've made? Yeah. And then just remembering, what are you believing that you don't have to? You're listening to Helga and you don't have to. What is she saying to you? What do you want to believe instead? What would be Gigi's response to that? Mm-hmm. It's possible. There are people who exist in the world. And then what small thing can you shift just this week that comes from that new place? And then just keep building on that. And one of those things that you can do, and I love it, is my I am worthy exercise. That's the Jedi so mind trick. So good. I'm going to use that from now yeah. on. It's so good. And by the way, that is not an Amy Ladder original. I know somebody's, I'm pretty sure I adapted. I'm sure somebody came, you use that back in your weight coach days. Yeah. That's yeah. where it that came from, from you. That's so good. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with our audience. And um, we'll do all the linking to you super quick. If someone wanted to find you right now, like right this second, how would they do that? Probably the best way. I'm at amylatta.com. That's A-M-Y-L-A-T-T-A.com. And I am Amy Latta on Instagram. Probably the best way. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fun gal. So Instagram is probably the best place to connect with me. 
I'm mostly on Instagram too. And then every once in a while, a client will come to me and they're like, oh, you're on Instagram? I'm like, I thought that was like the only place I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of fun. I, I have a good time in my stories. Um, so yeah, that's probably the best place. And then all of the links, the Competent Coaches podcast and all of that stuff. We'll, link, link, it all up. we'll link it all up in the show notes, I'm sure. Okay, thank you so much. No, you are no, so no. welcome and you are welcome for your listeners you ladies you all have this there's nothing more you need to do everything you need is already inside you just which part of your brain are you going to listen to today <laughs> thank you You're welcome. thanks for listening and as always please consider sharing rating and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.